The neon sign was half busted like before, but in the twilight that filtered down to the street, I could now make out the name. The bar where Billy and I did our little breaking and entering wasn't called Capuccio, it was Caput. The door was locked, and no one answered when I called. Short of a handy all-purpose knife, the only metal on me was a snub nose. Headquarters had instructed us all to carry handguns after a G.I. threatened a detective with a pistol, then stole his handcuffs. But that didn't mean I could blow open the door like in a Hollywood movie. When I asked at the corner bakery, the man there told me the place had folded maybe ten days ago. It was often closed before that, he confided with a cocked head. Round-the-clock hours had fallen by the wayside who knows when. I showed him the composite. The baker screwed up his eyes like a nun who'd uncovered a love letter and nodded at the resemblance. Pretty much a one-man operation. Young part-timers came and went, but never the same faces. No cook? Not that I could see. He had a butcher somewhere prepare his meat, though once he did come to buy buns when he ran out. But whatever, the place was 24-7, right? He'd take on anybody he could get, all different types, Chinese or, hmm, don't think she was Filipina. Sometimes this woman, she'd be cleaning up at the end of the alley. I borrowed the bakery phone and called headquarters to let them know the name and address. The comp's a dead ringer for a guy named Chen. I hung up before they could order me in to file a report. Further inquiries along the main drag led nowhere. Few shop owners even recognized Chen. An electrician had seen him drive up with boxes of groceries, but nothing on a daily basis. Back closer to Caput, I noticed the Kelly Green Range Rover riding up on the curb, an expensive British four-wheel drive you don't see much in this town. The Y license plate indicated a private family car of a serviceman or someone military-related. A much cheaper Jeep Cherokee decked out with flash options. Or maybe a Toyota Land Cruiser ought to have filled the bill. Something didn't fit. A light flickered in the alleyway. I went up to the door and crouched down. The lock showed no sign of tampering. Just then, I heard a noise inside. I slowly turned the doorknob. It was unlocked. Peering through the crack, I saw a flashlight beam flick about the dark interior. A figure holding a tiny mag light appeared from behind the counter. As the shadow knelt to check under a nearby bar stool, I got a good look at the face. I stood up and knocked. You sure must like hamburgers. Or is it a drink you're after, I said calmly. A flustered Billy trained his light on me. It's me, Kutamura. Too many chance encounters for comfort, he said. I could tell he'd been drinking. Tonight he was wearing a suit, no tie. Pure coincidence, I quipped. This many times can't be no coincidence. You got a key for this place? Me? Would you use that knife again? Don't suppose you'd believe it happened to be open? I only just got here myself. I took a seat on a bar stool. The ace shrugged, lined up two glasses on the counter, and uncapped a bottle of Havana Club. I brushed my glass aside a little too hard. It fell on the floor but didn't break. The floor was vinyl tile. Never trust a man who doesn't drink, he recited in a voice flat as a debit slip. Old Chinese saying. Never trust anyone. Period. Whoa, just like a cop. I swallowed hard. If I'd simply nodded, I probably could have avoided most of what happened later. You know this Chen fellow is dead, don't you? 
He gave me a dazed look and threw back his rum. You've had enough of that. Better stay sober tonight, I said. So tell me, what are you doing here? I was looking for something I left behind. I get drunk and forget things. The other night, were you looking for something too? Now, that time I was just plain drunk. He shuffled out from behind the counter, bottle in hand. I snatched it away and pulled him outside with no resistance. He hesitated a moment when I told him to lock up, but then shrugged and calmly produced a key. Once the door was secure, I grabbed his arm. What the hell's got into you, Futamura? He shook himself free, but then came along quietly.